Okay, okay, okay. I think Debbie Debbie is having a stroke right now. Merry Christmas. That's Dallas. Dixon Dallas. Fill me up. We'll explore getting filled up. Stay tuned. This is Edge Experience. Get ready to embark on a cutting-edge journey from the Edge Media Network Studios. Here's your host, Dennis George. Edge Experience is presented by the Prelude Network, reminding you that families come in all shapes and sizes. The most important thing that defines them is love. The Prelude Network provides comprehensive fertility care to build the modern family. Learn more at PreludeFertility.com. And coming up, we will have Prelude Network in the studio. So we're going to chat a little bit about them. But first, put down the grinder. Mitch is in the house. Mitch, I'm, I'm guessing Dallas Dixon is going to have a white Christmas. I, <laughs> now, now in, in, in full disclosure, with the apology, I... This is all Mitch's fault. I just want to point that out. That really, yeah. Well, you, Your Honor, please instruct the witness to answer the question: Did the defendant introduce Dixon Dallas to Dennis? Yes or no? I invoke my Fifth Amendment right on the grounds I may self-incriminate. <laughs> say I'm crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy Sam is in the house. Hello, you doing? sorry, I was cleaning myself up after that song. I was, it made me a little wet. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's got some tunes. Um, he's got so many great songs, too. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm a little nervous playing it. We might hear from the Edge Media Network executives about this one. Um, we'll go ahead and apologize to them. I'll probably go ahead and should. On list. This might be the last show. Um, we will see what they, we'll see what they say, you know, we don't know. Debbie is in the house. Debbie, are you, are you stroking out? What's happening over there? Well, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, well, I'm going to further incriminate Mitch because a few years ago he introduced, and I do not remember the artist. I'm sure that Mitch will remember as soon as I as say well. That. Yes, it's all over your face. You introduced that to me, and I was subject to it in the car, and several other songs of that. It was the most hysterical car ride ever that I have taken. <laughs> yes, I. Denny G is in the house. Good morning, Denny G. How you doing? Good morning. How are you? Good. I said good morning, but you know, it's afternoon here. It's morning for you. I think it's overnight for other people. 
Debbie, I think it's overnight for you, right? I mean, because where are you? You sound like you're in a bunker. Are you scared of us at this point that you've retreated to West Virginia? You're, uh, first of all, it's not West Virginia. Oh, country it's roads. Virginia. Not West. To the place. Aren't you, um, are you home? Are you home for the holidays? Home for the holidays. Yeah. And sometimes I feel the need to just separate as much as I can possibly from you all because <laughs> I just need to distance myself. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I got to take a break, take a step back from, from being near. I just assume she got checked into a funny farm. Yeah, that's quite true. It's I possible. do not believe you, Mitch, have any room to speak on that. I've <laughs> been to the funny farm. It's fantastic. Yeah. So we were just listening to Dixon Dallas, and I think that the best comments are on YouTube. If you really want a funny read, go to YouTube and search him, um, Dixon Dallas. He's got a whole bunch of different songs, like Sam was saying. Um, good looking. Check out good looking. Yeah, good, looking. good looking. But if you if you if you read the comments that people make on YouTube about this, I'm gonna read a couple of these. Um, first one I read that I really liked was "Got this shit blasting on repeat, and my wife is questioning everything right now." <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. I I won't lie. If I were a wife and my husband were playing this. Yeah. On repeat, I would be questioning a few things myself. Yeah. yeah. The other one I like is this is the sound of my entire existence. When I play your music, people finally understand me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I've been sharing this um, this artist with some of my clients and I've been playing it for them. And one of them was like, why don't they play this on the radio? And I was like, well, I don't think they're ready for that in country music. And she was like, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm going to start requesting it daily on oh. my local channel. Oh. <laughs> I hope it goes big. What's amazing is I am nervous about even playing it on our podcast. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was like, I don't know. Well, Dennis, if this is our last show, we're going out with a bang. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Now, speaking of, bang, Mitch, speaking of bang and speaking of this being Mitch's fault, this all started years ago when Mitch made us go to McDonald's and order off their secret menu. Mitch, oh, the McGangbang? Yes. We, we, we pulled up to the drive-thru and yeah. Mitch, what did you order? A McGangbang. A McGangbang. Like saying that to someone in the drive-thru, I just, I just can't. I just oh, can't. they got it. Yeah, right. They got yeah, it. But you need to. We, we so need some education here. What does it mean? Yeah, what it's is a mix chicken shoved inside a McDouble? Right. That doesn't sound good. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, so fantastic, you, actually. You take it apart and reassemble it, and you put that chicken patty in between the McDouble. So you have beef, chicken, and cheese, and all that goodness. It's actually really good. From they a marketing, should call that a good, crunch. They should, they should just call that a good old Catholic. Well, I was going to say, from a from a marketing standpoint, anything with the word gangbang in it better be fun. Otherwise, you're kind of false advertising. I mean, I just I just think so. It better be good. Um, I was wait wait. Did you try one, Dennis? Did you also get a? Gang I have I have never tried a gangbang. <laughs> um, I'm willing, Debbie, to try gangbang if we go together. Um, okay. You know, I'm just saying. Why? Why do you always have to try to rope me into this stuff? I'm sitting here minding my own. But why you got to do that? Right. We heard you like to be tied up because because right. And I, <laughs> I always kind of consider you our safety officer, right? So I feel like if you go with me, at least if I start yelling my safe word, 
you'll be like telling everyone he's yelling his safe word leave him alone you know that's in my head what's going on she'll take me. control yeah she'll take control and i like it mm -hmm. when someone takes control so she's like our osha compliance officer kind of yeah yeah i didn't realize gangbangs needed one uh i don't maybe mitch do they for the cleanup <laughs> oh my god no that's how the to hazmat properly team. clean yeah. up yeah oh, that's, that's the hazmat, that's hazmat. That's oh sorry 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 <laughs> Okay, so the big question for today is, do you sleep naked? So we're going to go around the room here. And Sam, do you sleep naked? Absolutely. Mitch, do you sleep naked? I'm sorry, I thought that question was rhetorical. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie, do you sleep naked? No, I do not. Hmm, Denny G, do you sleep naked? You know, I go commando, so there's no reason to put clothes on in the evening. So that's a no. I already knew. We always kind of have to filter those, uh, and I, I do. However, I will tell you that I newly discovered this my whole life. I never did. Um, and then I had some good friends who were like, well, I don't understand why. And then it was so liberating. It was so great. But did you know that research suggests that sleeping naked will actually have a positive impact on reproductive health, connection with your partner, and a better self-esteem? Did you all know that? Yes, I, I did not. I didn't, I didn't know any of this. So a survey nationally shows 52% say they sleep partially closed. I get that's kind of with boxers or something, right? Okay. That's with a shirt. Right, they could be Winnie the Pooh in it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, well, short, I like that short cock in it? <laughs> what was that, Debbie? I like that description, the Winnie the Poohing it. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Or Daffy Duckin. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's good. Which never makes any sense to me that cartoon characters don't have pants. Like I, that seems to me just around kids. Like that's just not. I don't think that's a good thing. Why are, are you looking for that in a cartoon of a duck and a bear? <laughs> well, well, didn't we say that he is a bear? So I understand why he'd be looking at the bear, but the duck. Well, and this whole Bob Squarepants thing. This guy who lives in the sea or something. He's living in an upside down pineapple. What kind of message are you sending there? Wait, 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 wait. Stop. The Bob Squarepants thing? Yeah. It is SpongeBob. SpongeBob Squarepants. Square yeah, that guy. And he lives in a and he lives in a he pineapple. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. SpongeBob Squarepants. What's he, what's he doing down there? I don't know anybody has holes in those pants. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. So mm -hmm. it's interesting because when you wear clothes to bed, the studies say that your body can't cool down properly and that heat is not good. And you actually sleep better when your core is colder, when your temperature decreases, which is interesting. So there's good reasons for this. Optimum room temperature for sleeping is 66 to 70 degrees. Ha! Those of you who make also, you have to for having a cold house. Your, you have to keep your giblets at the right temperature, otherwise it, it decreases your sperm count. Your gym mm -hmm. right. I like that. That's good. Wait, too. wait. A couple episodes, Sam was railing us for not calling it a vagina and a penis. That's All right. right. He comes in here with giblets. <laughs> right. Well, I've changed my mind. Can we well, apologize a, to testicles? There's a reason, Absolutely. though. But there's a reason he's doing that, Mitch, because we just blew past Thanksgiving. So maybe giblets are on his mind. I'm just saying. I'm throwing out a possibility. I want more turkey. You know, I'm back, sorry. Back, to, back to sleeping. If you sleep with your socks on, you'll actually be warmer than if you don't. So yep. sometimes when I'm cold, colder in the evening, I'll sleep with, the with socks, socks on. on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you've Does got to help 
Does that help your giblets too? Or do you sometimes no, put a no, sock I, on I, those? I do have a giblet cover, but I don't use Yeah, but then in the middle then in the middle of the night, if you you know, if you get kind of freaky, you've got the socks are handy. So, you know, that's not a bad thing. You, you got it, right. Right. Dennis. Exactly right. Yeah. Dennis. Use it as a yeah. white rag if you need. Right. Okay, so I am I'm going to state up front that uh, due to my travel, I was unable to bring my uh, sensor equipment, meaning the bell <laughs> and the 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 buzzer. Oh, we're no. taking advantage. We are taking yeah, we advantage are of that. Free range today, we, everybody. That's right. We are out in the wild this year. This so week. I I am going to right now preemptively apologize to everybody because I can't stock them. So I'm sorry <laughs> to everyone because I do not have my monitoring equipment with me. But um, if if I had been thinking, I should have found something on my phone that I could have done. Well, this one this one is for you then. Did you know, Debbie, that sleeping naked may also help keep Canada, Canada yeast from flourishing in the vagina. So that's a whole thing, um, which we could get into. I'm sorry, did you call I'm them so Canadian full. geese? <laughs> 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 that's a valid question, guys. That's what he said, is it not? I think he did. <laughs> uh, let, me, let, me just, let me just back up a smidge bit there, Dennis, and we need to talk about the female anatomy. Canadian yeah. geese cannot exist in the female vagina. I'm just letting you know that can't happen. <laughs> well, but you've heard, like of, a, you've heard a, of what a traductin. Right, I was just going to say, you've heard what a traductin is. <laughs> right. I can't with you. I can't with you. I can't. Uh, See, now you're, all this misinformation you're spreading here, saying that Canadian geese are thriving <laughs> women's vaginas. But they I don't sleep. Well, they do have to fly south for the winter. You don't wear underwear, the Canadian geese can fly away. <laughs> so they can fly the coop. Is that where the phrase bats in the belfry come from? No. No. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, I, 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 Debbie, he is all yours right now, okay? I will let you explain. Son, Son of a gun. So sleep, when you sleep naked, it can also affect your skin's health and appearance. When you're fatigued and not getting enough sleep, your skin is more susceptible to wrinkles, drooping, drooping, swelling, and dark circles. So again, back to temperature control, that has a serious effect on... Is that why I have low hangers? That may be. Do you hit the water? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I take out untake the knot, then yeah, they hit the water. Do they just pop out when you're wearing shorts, like out the like out the right leg and left leg or both? Oh man. My dad my dad always had this issue. My dad always had this issue of free balling <laughs> with shorts. And I remember very early experiences in my life where I was traumatically impacted um with those bad boys popping out in public. And uh, it was a pretty traumatic education. I've had therapy. I've had therapy over this issue uh, for sure. Yeah, that's the issue you went to therapy for. <laughs> <laughs> that's what really pushed you over the edge. Really? Right. <laughs> Sleeping naked can also positively impact male fertility because, again, with the increased temperatures of the scrotum, which can decrease sperm fertility and count for this reason, wearing boxers versus tighter fitting underwear may impact the concentration blah 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 um, so that's a whole nother tip there i'm just saying mm -hmm. sorry yep. and then of course sleeping naked next to your partner may increase feelings of fulfillment and connection 
between partners who spend time engaging in skin-to-skin contact and are more likely to feel less stressed. Now, I, I do have some stress in my life, it's true. So I'm thinking from a podcast perspective and a scientific study, we oh, should no. all, all of us, get together and record a podcast in bed, sleeping naked together. I am not to sharing see... a bed with five people. How are we going to record it if we're sleeping? Well, you know, that's a fair question. So many questions. I, it's a fair question. We should give it We should give it a try anyway. I'm just saying. So we're going to so, need a California king bed. Right. <laughs> Wait, so Dennis, I want to, I just want to amend my answer because I've, it's not that I've never slept naked before, mm. but that is not my normal practice. So yeah. I have on occasion slept naked, but not all the time. Was it purposeful? Like you knew someone was coming over or were you wishful you were going to get broken into or what? Was there a motivation? Well, wow, Debbie. Again, <laughs> Dennis, I don't, I don't like where your mind goes. I don't, I don't. <sighs> so, um, what's yeah, the, is there a motivator? Like you, like oh, you know, you, what? you, you move on. Just move okay. on. Okay, fair enough. Okay, smartass, move on. <laughs> no, it wasn't me as smart. I was curious what the trigger was. Um, before you change to this. Like, let's say you currently don't sleep that way, but you're going to change uh-huh. to it. There's yeah. experts. I don't know why they have experts for this, but they do. They're saying that you must intru- maybe have an extra few sets of sheets because you might want to change them more often. Uh, surround yourself with comfortable bedding so you don't become too cold at night. Consider showering before bed. That makes sense to me. If you sleepwalk, this seems like a good safety tip. Um, if you sleepwalk, you may want to sleep at least in your underwear, especially if you live with roommates or family members. Who may not want to see you naked? I'm just saying. I actually do. I have slept walk in the past uh, quite often. Oh, we didn't but... get to your house more often than. Yeah, yes, up the right. so I just, I just have one quick comment because growing up, I, I have a brother. He's older than me, and we used to joke with him because he slept naked. Yeah. And so sometimes if he had to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, instead of throwing on shorts or something, he would just run down the hall to the bathroom and then run back to his room. <laughs> so our big joke was, because we had a tin roof on the house where we lived when I was in high school, that if the house caught fire, Ed was going to have to go out the window naked and it was going to be, his name is Ed, so he said it was going to be Ed on a hot tin roof. Oh, my God. <laughs> out there <laughs> naked. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is an adjustment. I remember. I can kind of remember whenever I did the transition, which was in and it's been eons ago in high school, and it does take some getting used to. You know, you're not used to the fabrics. Things may change. Make it may start some feels. (laughs) So it does take some adjusting. Start some feels. I've never had a problem. Crazy. But I've never had a problem. For me, actually, like I, I actually find that like I wash the sheets more often because I enjoy the feel of like fresh, clean sheets on my, you know. Never mind. We'll keep going. on your, ne- your nether region. Yeah. Your my nether region. Your bits. If you are, if you are sleeping naked, you should wash your sheets more often because all, there's more. In all your, the years, in all, in all the years of sleeping naked, I've only one run into somebody in the hallway once. You know. Naked. Only one time in all the years. Were they um, naked too? No, they immediately covered their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a family member? No. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> that leads to many more questions. Uh -huh, yeah. It does. <laughs> we want to hear your sleeping naked stories. Log on to edgemedianetwork.com and click the link to send us an email because we want to hear from you. We really do. We want to hear your sleeping naked stories. Let them rip because we will play them and we will read them on the air. We'll be right back after this. This is Edge Experience. For more info and to access links from our shows, visit edgemedianetwork.com. We'll be right back after this. For all your financial needs, check out Capital One Bank. Log on to Edge Media Network and say yes to no fees or minimums, but a whole lot of perks. 70,000 plus fee-free ATMs. Move money between family members and friends fast using Zelle and so much more from our friends at Capital One. Ready to become part of the action? We want to hear from you. Send us your tips, hot trends, amazing photos, and more at podcast at edgemedianetwork.com. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram for even hotter stuff. The views expressed on the Edge Experience are not our own or anyone else's. Listen at your own risk. We cannot be held responsible for your ears burning, bleeding, or ringing, or blurred eyesight. Some things you will not be able to unhear or unsee. And for that, you are warned. Do not try anything we suggest or talk about while at home, work, or in your car. And a reminder, there are no rules, and our show is intended for mature audiences only, or at a minimum, those over your state or country's legal age of consent. Any experiments, jobs, skills, or sexual positions suggested and or recommended are for comedy purposes and should not be tried without supervision or a spotter. A safety word or phrase is recommended in advance of trying anything new. Any medical advice or comments that seem like medical advice should be reviewed with your own doctor or at least check with Google like we did. Thank you and good luck. And now back to Edge Experience. You know, we were just we were just wrapping up that conversation, Debbie, about sleeping in the nude. And I, you know, that one study that really got me was the thing about how when you sleep naked, you know, your body heats up, right? And so that affects your fertility for some people, right? Because heat, when you sleep and stuff. So I can't think of a better segue than to go from naked sleeping sure. to the Prelude Network. Like I just, yeah. I, can't, I can't think of any other better way perfect. to say, right. I think it's, it's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Uh, from the Prelude Network, uh, joining us is Monica and Stacy. How are you? Great, how are you? Fantastic. Now the Prelude Network is the largest and fastest growing network of fertility clinics in North America, which is pretty damn impressive because like when you're looking for resources, I feel like you want to go with the biggest and the best. Um, is that right? I mean, me as a patient, I think that that, that would lean into my decision-making for sure. Um, yeah. You know, we, we try to, we are the biggest and the best and we're very proud and happy to be the biggest and the best, but obviously our focus is, more on uh, making sure the patients are taken care of. Um, and so even though we are the biggest and the best, we try to do our best to really focus every single day on every single patient and their, in their specific uh, patient journey. Now, fertility for me has always been kind of a scary word because like, <laughs> it, it's like, it's like uh, what are we talking about here? Like I get a little uncomfortable and a little queasy about it, but really um, what you all, you really have solutions for everyone. And so it's like, it's nothing to be embarrassed about or anything, but people want to build a family and this is the way to start. It certainly is. And, and you're not alone in feeling like it's it's a little bit uncomfortable just being so I've worked kind of for our family of brands for 15 years. And so as people ask me what I do for a living, I explain it. I can't, I'm not <laughs> going to tell you the questions that I get on a regular basis about what wait, we wait, do. Wait, 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 what's your answer? <laughs> do you say you make babies for other people? I mean, what do you say? <laughs> <how> do you, <laughs> 
bit more sophisticated in answering uh, the but I say yeah, uh, we help uh, patients achieve pregnancy. Uh, right. Yeah, it, it it's a it's a really interesting field, and we 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 try to help all kind of categories of patients. You know, we see same sex couples. We we're inclusive. We we try to help um, all people that are on a family building journey, no matter you know where they what time of that journey they come to meet with us. So it, it's a really wonderful. A company to work for, for sure. So yeah, you all, so I just a quick question. So you all work with more than just couples that are having infertility issues. You work with couples to put them together, maybe same-sex couples who cannot have their own children, put Absolutely. them in touch with, with, uh, um, I can't even think of the word I want to use right Absolutely. now, but so, that, yes. yeah, that, that comes in, in all, all different kind of aspects of treatment. So, you know, we, we even help all of our couples there, you know, this is a, a very, emotional journey and some, sometimes patients need resources outside of just clinical needs um, and they might need mental health assistance so we have resources for those patients we compare people you know we have uh, my egg bank which is a, the largest uh, donor or frozen donor egg bank and i believe in the u.s now are one of the largest um, uh, we have uh, partnering with uh, gestational carrier people we have all kinds of resources for our patients no matter how they you know what journey they're on well and speaking, nice. of, speaking of resources I love the fact that your um, website, preludefertility.com, is so robust. Like, there's so much information packed in there that, you know, not only get the fertility guide, but you've got the chat feature. Um, you talk about what is affordable fertility, insurance and financing. Talk a little bit about some of those resources that you bring to um do I say customers or do I say patients? I don't even know what to say. Clients, patients, like what? Patients, potential potential patients that we would love to to take care of if they give us that opportunity. But yeah, yeah. we we hope that everyone finds the website that way. We try to um we want we know that patients sometimes are just information seeking, so we want to have resources for them to do so. But then also, if they are ready to 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 start getting more information, maybe talk to somebody. We want them to be able to connect with somebody in real time. Um, we yeah. you know you can call the office if if you're the type of patient that wants to actually talk to people. I'm I'm a little bit older, so I like actually talking on the phone, but I know some of our younger patients, they hate talking on the phone. So they can, you know, drop into a chat and they can chat with a, one of our people on our team that can help answer questions and kind of guide them on what next steps would be. Uh, but yeah, I hope that people that, that um, you know, no matter where they're at, whether they've done fertility treatment at a different practice or whether they're very new in the journey, um, they can go to our website and they can just learn more and maybe even you know connect with somebody that can help them. And I, I didn't know this, but, you know, obviously you have lots of, we, you, I'm using fertility in, in a, such a wide category, right? But you have, you have so many options, whether it's in vitro fertilization or finding mm -hmm. surrogates. I didn't know you had the service where you also help people find surrogates and work yeah. them through all the legal stuff because We've kind of seen those TV shows before where there's a surrogate and then all of a sudden there's this legal battle. And so I think people get kind of scared about that. But I love that you've got those kinds of resources, too. Yeah, some of the resources we have in-house and then some we just have partner people that will connect them with and and help guide them along that journey and tell them, hey, you're going to need this. So here are a couple options for you to go find this for yourself. And, and hopefully they can you know, go through that list of people that we've kind of procured, if you will, and, and, and thought out and thought that it would be best fit for them. Yeah, that is that is so so awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is is fertility super expensive? <laughs> that is a very common question that we get. 
Um, like I said earlier, I've been doing this for a very long time. One of the wonderful things that we are seeing for patients today is that insurance is actually covering this at a higher rate than it ever has. So it's advantageous for our patients. Um, back in the old days when I first started 15 years ago, um, about 80% of our patients had, uh, they had coverage for things like diagnostics. So coming in and getting a fertility evaluation. Um, and then the rest of it outside of that was, it was very, very, um, it was out of pocket for most of our patient base. But that's changed through the years. We have seen that number um, we now about 90% of our patients are going to have coverage for the preliminary testing that they need to have done. And then I believe, and I don't want to, I don't want to quote anything incorrectly here, but I believe that about 40 to 50% of our patients actually have fertility treatment coverage now, meaning they're able to come in and use their insurance um, to get to, to, you know, go along the, the fertility journey. Now, if some of our patients don't have any insurance at all, and that's, that's fine, all patients should have access to care. And so we have a number of different financing options for our patients. And again, this is all on the website. People can get more information. We even have an, an, an in-house uh, program called Bundle Fertility, where we can package um, fertility um, packages together at a reduced price. Um, so we have a ton of different things that patients can find information about when it comes to finances. So that's a really long answer for, we try to do everything right. we can to make this as affordable as possible. Um, we care about the, the patient's journey, but also their financial journey. And we're committed to helping them figure out how they can uh, achieve their dream of becoming parents. That is awesome. Uh, we're talking to Stacy from the Prelude Network. Stacy, thanks for so much for being on the show. We uh, we appreciate yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely. I think what's going to happen you. now is I think Debbie and I are going to make babies. Like I can't. I, okay, whoa, you know, we are we are committed to, to to seeing that that positive pregnancy test very quickly. No, I expect a text message. Let, let me let me state unequivocally that is not happening. So, everybody can calm down. Calm down. Well, thanks for being on the show. It's it's preludefertility.com. Uh go there and get you a baby. I mean, I just that... That's a call to action if I've ever heard one. That's right. Thanks for being on the show. We'll talk to you later. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Everybody. Thank you. I think Debbie, we're De Debbie. I really think we should do it. Like we should, we should explore this a little bit more. Who's going to carry the baby? I, <laughs> I don't know. Debbie, are you game for this? No. <laughs> baby should we apologize for to Dennis now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's wanting to make a baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, he can find himself a surrogate. <laughs> okay, Frankenstein. <laughs> right, right, exactly right. Uh so you know New Year's is coming up pretty damn fast. Um, do you guys do the old New Year's resolution stuff? Like, do you say, okay, first of the year I'm gonna start a diet or I'm gonna do this, or do you guys do all that? I'm nope. too old for that. <laughs> no, no. No. Right. You don't want to disappoint. Yeah. I, I, I think it's funny that they say that almost 70% of people make new year's resolutions, but a staggering 7% or 8% only keep them. So, <laughs> so that sounds like a, a good statistic. That sounds so, right. I think, I think we, in the interest of helping people get past the seven or 8% and see if we can increase that percentage, we should encourage new year's resolutions that are more realistic for people like the sleeping naked could be a new resolution or like order every drink on the Starbucks menu. Like you could do 
more challenge type resolutions for fun. Wait, if I order every drink on the Starbucks menu, that means I have to try the unicorn frap. What's the unicorn frap? <laughs> it it's terrible. Really, they like dump everything into it. Yes. Yeah, they, that's like they, a thing they, called Scrapple. Like Scrapple is what they come off of a grill on a diner, and it's got like all the stuff left over from the grill. Yeah, like drinking the rail. Yeah, like drinking the yeah, rail. That sounds gross. That sounds great. <laughs> How about putting a flamingo in your friend's yard for their birthday or anniversary? That's a really yeah, we, had, we, had, we had neighbors do that, and we loved them. They were awesome. We still have them. In a, Twenty years ago, we still have them in the backyard. I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Can we also awesome. add on to that, like forking a friend's yard? <laughs> what is forking? What does that mean? What is that? So you go is that where you get two lesbians and have them lay out on the yard? No, that's oh, scissoring. Oh, 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 okay. All right. No, they're going on the apology list. That's when you get a whole bunch of forks from, yeah. you know, like Walmart. Like, I mean, you need thousands. All right. You need like dinner forks, like silverware, yeah. like plastic forks. Oh, okay. And then you go to your friend's house during the middle of the night and. Oh, my God. What do you, do you get a Boy Scout troop to help you? Like, how do you get so many people? How do you get all those forks in the yard? You do I'm need a group. It does take a village. I believe yeah. you. Come on. You think about it. It's like literally three seconds to get a fork in the ground. All right. You're not making a pattern. If you want to, you can. I mean, you can always draw a little <laughs> middle finger in it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, you can leave a message. You know, it's fine. Happy work. birthday! That right. is a lot of work. That is a lot of. No, maybe we can hire. Maybe we could provide a service or find a service that would do that. That would be pretty good. A um, couple other New Year's resolutions you could try. Um, you could stop blaming your farts on the dog. Um, <laughs> you could wind down. This was for Sam. Wind down the day with a glass of vino or wine. Oh wait, he's already perfected that. I already one. do that. Yep. Yeah, we did that. But I can do it again next year. Uh, you could treat your car to a disco car wash. Now, I don't know what that means exactly. Does anyone know what that means? Is that like a quick car wash? Like, you know, like a disco nap is like, you know, a 20-minute nap? Oh, maybe oh, so. True. This other one on the list I found was host a chicken party. And I What was is a, a chicken nervous. party? I know. I was a little nervous yeah. about that because there's all these gay terms that I don't know. We need to call Eric. Our friend Eric knows what all these terms mean. Um, and he's not. Did you Google scared. it? No, I, I, I'm scared yeah. to Google things. The laser show car wash. Laser show car wash. Okay. Oh, that's a dick, uh, disco car wash. Let's look up a yeah. chicken party. So maybe we have to go to a car wash and turn the music up really loud. Little Donna Summer. No, they mm -hmm. actually have them. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. No. If you're going to a car wash, you play the song "Working at the Car, car Wash." Yeah, I like a laser show, though. <laughs> right, right. Um, Did your I, laser pin out? I googled a chicken party, and the first thing that came up is "chicken party near me." Oh, I'm a little oh, nervous I'm about so that. Terrified. Do it, do it, it. do it, do it. Let's hear the results. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Can you unsee that? No. <laughs> what did you see? What is it? So much fried chicken. <laughs> so much fried chicken. Oh. oh. I was thinking that maybe they were going to try to see how how many things they could fit in every hole. 
Hey. Oh my goodness. Didn't, didn't, That's called a surge protector. Okay. You know, like stuffing. Wait, wait, didn't we not not during this round of podcasts, but didn't we talk about a guy who had a sex doll that was a part chicken? Yes, we did. Oh, yes. God, what yeah. was his name? Was that Yuri? Yuri. Yuri. Okay. Okay. As a promise to our listeners to celebrate the new year. We're going to talk about Yuri on the next podcast. We're going to tell all you all right. about Yay! this guy who married. He married his sex doll. I'm not and kidding. Then, and then she blew up and yep. then he divorced her. And then yep. he got another sex doll that was half chicken, half. Yeah, we're not. We're not man, making this up. Woman. We will. It's we will be talk a cold about case this. by now. No, I. <laughs> the cold chicken Sorry. is really good. Chicken. Are you saying he's into necrophiliac? What exactly were you saying, Sam? I mean, kind of. I mean, it's a doll, so he doesn't say, really want response. If he likes sex dolls, then clearly he likes a partner who's going to starfish it. So, next <laughs> Oh, we promised that on the next podcast, we're going to talk about that. Hey, Sam, you got an apology list for this, uh, this episode? <laughs> we have to apologize to Ed Me- Edge Media Networks for some of the content that we shared. Oh, I think uh, we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get a call. I'm just saying. We have to apologize, Debbie, to Debbie for the West Virginia comments that was not called for. Um, we have to apologize to Catholics for right. Mitch's comment about the McDouble. Um, we have to apologize to testicles for calling them giblets. <laughs> um, we have to apologize for to Canadian geese. Um, I'm not really sure exactly how to express why I need to do that, but for being trapped in hoo-hahs, it needs to be done. Yes, there you go. Exactly. They were nesting. Um, they were nesting. <laughs> <laughs> we have to apologize to Debbie yet again for asking questions about I'm sleeping sorry. naked. I'm that went sorry, a little Debbie. too far, Dennis. I'm sorry, Debbie. Uh, and we most definitely have to apologize to our lesbian community for calling it forking. <laughs> So wait a minute. If Henry Cavill was in the bed, would you sleep naked then? Absolutely. Abby? Well, I'm, actually, I I'm think I might be covered. I might pull him on top of me. On top of me. I, I plead the fifth on that question. <laughs> so she's guilty. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us for uh, our show, Edge Experience, and we will catch you all next time. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Looking for more? Discover culture, videos, out and about photos, and more. Just log on and click edgemedianetwork.com. This has been Edge Experience with your host, Dennis George. Find us online 24-7 at edgemedianetwork.com.